she's got another star Don't you wanna see the fear that's in her eyes Grow into wanderlust Won't you be the one who tells her it's alright She's got someone to Wanna see the fear that's in her eyes grow into wonderland? Won't you be the one who tells her it's alright? She's got someone to Welcome to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bienyash. Today I am here with... Belle Dirksen from Darling Twig. Thanks for coming. This is awesome. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, this is going to be great. Uh, so, what is Darling Twig? Yeah, for sure. Darling Twig. 
just that's a great way to ask what that. What is? I like that. So Darling Twig, um, I am one third of Darling Twig. It's um, We're a three-part female folk band. Uh, we've been playing together for a couple of years now, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's myself, I, I write and um, play guitar, and then my bandmates, one of them plays like auxiliary percussion, and she does like harmonies and sometimes takes lead vocals or whatever. And then the other one does... Uh, what are their names? Viola. Um, Christina, <laughs> yes, yeah. of course. I'd love to introduce them. Christina um, plays... Christina Blackwood, she plays um, the auxiliary percussion and does the harmonies. What's, I don't, um, I don't know what that is. What's auxiliary so, percussion? So like glockenspiel, oh, and tambourine, those okay. sorts of yeah percussion. Mm-hmm. And then um, Andrea Klamashko, she does the viola and she's excellent. Mm-hmm. She's, yeah, they're both oh, great. Oh, cool. See so viola, guitar, and random little instruments. Random little instruments and harmonizing vocals. Yes. Very cool. Yeah, sometimes it's three of us, sometimes two of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, where does the name Darling Twig come from? Yeah, great question. Um, so one time, actually, okay, Christine and I were playing together first, and you know we weren't really a band. I just asked her out for coffee. To be honest, I didn't even really know who she was. I just thought she seemed interesting, and I'd heard her sing, so I thought I'll ask her for coffee. And then so her and I were just playing around together. It was maybe a couple of months or a year, some somewhere between that, mm-hmm. where you know she, I kept saying like, hey, we should we should think of a band name because we'd had a performance or two okay. we were practicing our harmonies and memorizing stuff she's like no 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 we're not a band so <laughs> just like totally against the idea well, she's like not uh, against no, it more you. so just like i had just said hey we should go for coffee p.s i know you sing and we should play some music and i was so eager because i thought sounds kind of creepy I just you wanna... say it like that p.s i know you sing <laughs> we, we sang together okay <laughs> with our mutual friend and oh, it's less creepy, but you know then. singing wasn't really her thing yeah like she didn't identify as like someone who like mm-hmm. would say oh yeah and like i sang i sang and this requires or you know how some people yeah. just have the experience she's she didn't she was like oh no like she mm-hmm. does some really cool like art prints and typography and like that's kind of her thing so um i just anyway had heard her sing before and so it kind of was so funny in that first year of us thinking of a band name and then all of a sudden both of us just were at one point you know she was like okay you know what yeah let's think of a band name it was like this like amazing moment like yes we're a band yeah so literally both sat down and just picked a word (laughs) word. yeah so yeah one of you picked darling and one of you picked exactly yeah yeah and then we met our third bandmate a year about a year later so the three of us together have been playing for three years now um christine and i um you know, before really Darling Twig, we were just playing around together. So, you know, it's been four years of playing um, and writing. Some of these songs have just come up more recently when I've written them. Some of them are way older, like mm-hmm. the past four years ago. Some of them are around four years. Some of them I wrote knowing that Darling Twig was a thing. And so I wrote them, um, including harmonies and parts for my bandmates. But okay. Yeah, it's been a really interesting process like that, you know, Mm -hmm. coming together as a band. I I didn't know that I would ever be in a band, but I always thought, oh, I love sharing music and playing it collectively and Mm -hmm. with other people. So So then how did you get into music? Mm, Yeah, like I was 14 when I, well, I'd been singing, you know, at church and stuff since I was three. Mm -hmm. My family just went and then. I don't know, at school, got solos and things like that. So music has always been a part of my life. Mm -hmm. I was 14 when I decided to take music lessons, like vocal lessons, Mm -hmm. and I went and took theory. I know most people's parents maybe forced them to take theory, but um, 
I actually asked my mom, I begged her, can I please take theory after school? And I really want to take this exam. I'm 14. That's so weird. That is kind of weird. <laughs> I was forced to take theory when I was 14. So. I begged to take the exam. <laughs> that's good, though. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's good. I think I knew I wanted to go into music uh, for university. So I actually um, had applied at a few music schools when mm-hmm. I when I graduated after high school and decided to go to music school. So I did music school for a couple of years. I took um, classical training, and then I also took jazz for a number of years. Actually, throughout my entire, I was slow. I did a five-year degree, I guess, but I took music that whole time, even though by the end of my degree, I had switched out of music school and pursued other things. But um, it's, Why why, why did you decide to switch out? Um, Well, the school that I went to was really focused on... um, on piano, and I did not grow up playing piano. I really admire anybody who has any kind of skill level for well, piano. Well, thank you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry. So I can play. It just compliments herself. Yeah. I have a problem with doing that. I don't mean to. It's like on the show, suddenly I get like really confident. I'm sorry. Um, keep That's going. Awesome. Um, so I just, you know, wanted to play piano, but I, I didn't get lessons, and so. I found it to be too focused on that, whereas I really enjoy playing guitar. I mm-hmm. <laughs> play flute and band in grade seven and seven. Me too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. So that's not really something yeah. I like, yeah. you know, say that I'm excellent at. My flute teacher would not be impressed. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I just ended up switching out of it because I, I decided that I didn't need to do music as my career. I wanted it to be um, more of a hobby. But okay. since then, it's it's become such a big part of my life career or not like whatever you want to call it it's just yeah. it's part of who i am it's part of my identity mm-hmm. and i'm so happy that i have two other people who who love it so much too and that the three of us can you know i might write something but it becomes something different when the three of us play it together from what i had originally imagined so it's this beautiful kind of mesh of ideas and collaborative sounds and that's why i guess i keep playing and i'm so happy that i have that and I don't need a music degree mm-hmm. to, to have that now, I realize, yeah, even though for a while I was kind of like, oh, maybe I should have done it. But, you know, it's I have a music minor, so whatever that counts for. <laughs> yeah, you can for, just write that on your resume. Yeah, exactly, um, right. No, that's good. And music looks great. It shows that you're committed and you can, like, put in time and stuff like that. I, I, I Before I went into music, like, into school here, everyone say, like, you have to be really passionate into mm-hmm. it. So I actually didn't go into music originally because oh. I was like, okay, maybe I don't, wa- don't want to do that commitment and find out that I'm not actually pa- as passionate as I thought. Mm-hmm. And I actually went to school for psychology for a year and I dropped out and I'm like, that's not what I want to do. And I took a few mm-hmm. years and I'm like, maybe music is what I want to do. And now I'm in school and I'm realizing like, that's actually what I want to do. So oh, I, awesome. I totally get what you're saying. Like mm-hmm. some, some people it's, it's a, it's a hobby. Some people it's, like, there are some people who are like obsessed with it yeah, and just I don't so know how good. they do it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's great. Um, so we started out with a song called um, May Love. How did that song get written? When, um, when, when what life, or what, when were they Yeah, saying? like pre-Darling to yeah, during. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, great. for sure. This one actually <laughs> came, um, I say it came to me, but that's kind of a weird, because like okay. I created, I don't know how to explain People it. People say but. that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, this one was, I wrote during, darling twig so i wrote it knowing i wanted um to include my bandmates this is when like the very early stages so i remember one night we went to andrea's apartment and i you know whatever how are you guys whatever small conversation and then i just kind of burst out you guys i have a song and i'm so excited (laughs) 
<laughs> and it's always this yeah. nerve-wracking kind of vulnerable, intimate moment of yeah. them sitting there and mm-hmm. me playing this song and then at the end going, so, so what do you think? Yeah, like how did how did that feel? Like what do you think? And then I have to sit there just waiting or looking at their facial expressions and, you know, I've poured out my heart from whatever story like this came from because I, I write, you know, with people in mind or my own experiences or things that I'm passionate about. So it's this dire moment of, oh no, what's going to happen next? Mm-hmm. And they both were were just so nice and just like, wow, that's really good. And they both started kind of humming it. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. I'd been a little bit nervous. Not that I thought it was bad or anything, no, or you know, yeah. but I also don't know if it's the best thing I've ever written. It's always just, yeah, that moment of being really vulnerable, sharing what you just thought and then sang and then wrote and whatever so Mm -hmm. and that's even different than just like performing it for an audience like you're performing it with like bandmates who might have to sing it with you so they have even more pressure i totally but it worked out yeah so what is the song about yeah um i was actually just listening to it in the way here just to try to like (laughs) i know that sounds really weird but no i I listen to my all of you artists all all know what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) oh you musicians yeah i try to like listen to it critically like okay if i didn't know who this was or whatever you know and then yeah we're so hard on ourselves so whatever it's out there but um it's about if you listen to it it's kind of a narrative and i'm talking about um, maybe somebody who's going through a hard time whatever that might be for them and just we're kind of the voice going what are you going to do for her what how are you going to influence this person because it's a her in the song but it could really be about whoever um so it's kind of yeah just this narrative and and this this thought in the back of someone's mind just saying how are you going to help that other person what are you going to do um not really sure if mm-hmm. yeah there's probably a bazillion thoughts that I had when I wrote it yeah. but that's kind of the latest that I've gotten out of it and um it's really hopeful and the chorus is um just really hopeful feeling and that's what I wanted to to come out of the song was mm-hmm. you know I write a lot of sad songs <laughs> that's okay as lost as lots of musicians might um but a lot of them I've been trying to put a bit of a hopeful spin on them. And then I also write stuff, um, I mentioned, like, things that I'm passionate about. So, like, I really like nature and I really like trees a lot, actually. So Were I have a song you, about Was your that. word twig? <laughs> <laughs> Might have been, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm hoping that people get something out of it. And whatever they do, it's whatever mm-hmm. is meaningful to them. So mm-hmm. That's awesome. So... How do you write a song? Like wh- mm-hmm. I know there are tons of different ways, and, and mm-hmm. songs are usually written in different. But what? How do you usually start? And that has been the most effective. You can completing a song. Like I know you can start different ways, and mm-hmm. those just end up being forgotten. But yeah. what has been the best way that you started that has helped you just have a, a full complete song by the end of it? Yeah, I've been. I didn't know how to answer this question for a long time, and then I've been noticing um, in myself lately, just kind of focusing on that. Like, what do I do? Um, I think that I I write a lot. I would not necessarily call myself a writer. I mean, I I do write my songs, but um, I try writing out like poetry or lines that I like sentences that just I find the alliteration is pretty or Mm -hmm. something speaks to me or about a specific thing. And so I write out a sentence from there. A few other sentences might come before leading up to that sentence or afterwards. 
And then at the same time, maybe later on that week or before I even wrote that sentence, whatever, I might have thought of a melody. So I've, you know, recorded that a little bit just mm-hmm. on my phone or my laptop yeah. or wherever I can just remember it later. Um, and so I might have little pieces of different songs or maybe a little like a few different pieces that come together and create a song and then I just kind of place them together and I kind of go back and forth Mm -hmm. so I don't know if that's really a process but it's it's kind of what's worked for me is just to have these bits and pieces here and there um, that I I then shape to form something Mm -hmm. and you know I might hum a lot I'm one of those people that might just quickly record something on my phone when I'm you know going out for a walk and then I'll kind of stop and be like okay I better write this down whether it's words or a tune or something yeah Mm -hmm. no like that is probably the same story Mm -hmm. from everyone and it's it's weird because like everyone's like oh this is such a weird thing to say (laughs) but like it's totally Mm -hmm. that's what everyone does and like Mm -hmm. now with the power of smartphones oh it's amazing it saves lives it totally does yeah yeah I have some recordings on my phone I'm like oh my god this is so great why did (laughs) why why did I forget this five weeks later yeah exactly (laughs) or like a year later yeah totally um I'm glad that I'm not the only weird one mm-hmm. in the room. Uh, so, <laughs> not alone. Yeah. Um, so you guys have a album release coming up. Yeah. That's why you're here. Super um, excited about uh, it. So tell me, when is that happening? So it's, yeah, in about a week. So that's really exciting. Um, mm-hmm. It's October 29th. So that's next Saturday evening. The doors open at 730. The show's at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. We're playing at Urban Shaman um, Art Gallery. And that's at 290 McDermott Avenue in the Exchange District. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll actually have OK Man playing with us as well. Mm-hmm. He'll be um, playing the first half of the show. And it's just going to be great. Like on the album, you can hear there's, you know, additional people that come in, a musical guest. So we have um, somebody playing banjo for us and then somebody Ooh. playing drums as well. So we're really excited about that. Who do you have playing? You, or do you want to keep it a secret until you release the album? No, that's okay. great. Um, actually, Mitchell Chimnowski is okay. actually the person who recorded on our album as well, and he added the uh, banjo there for us, mm-hmm. and he'll be at our album release playing with us as well. So oh, we're awesome. So thankful to him. Yeah. And then as well as Randall Hildebrand. Okay. I hope they're okay with me saying their names, but... I'm sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he's playing promotion. drums for us. Yeah. Yeah, he's playing drums, and so we're really, really ecstatic to just have them join us for that evening. And That's uh, great. We might actually have an all-female choir as well, just a small choir joining oh, us for one of the songs, one of the so environmental cool. pieces I wrote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm really excited for that, and uh, yeah, it's it's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what made you decide to make this album? Well, um, in the years that we'd been playing together, the three of us, because um, it, it's normally the three of us, but sometimes, yeah, we have people join. Um we were just playing together and the reason we started was just because we love playing music and and having that shared experience and so we thought you know we'll start off at cafes we'll start off at um, farmers markets and then it kind of kept going you know we've had the privilege of playing like a festival and then other you know kind of larger things with like Manitoba music or whatever um, at at more like populated venues and stuff Mm -hmm. and uh and then collaborating with other bands and that's been so great and so um what was the question so why did you it's okay why did you i'm surprised i remembered uh why did you decide to uh write the album oh of course yeah and so yeah from those experiences we kind of just kept playing together and then people kept asking us like oh is there a cd or like where can we listen to your music and then it kind of all came together we thought maybe we should record like a little 
you know, four song EP or whatever. So we started talking about that. And um, the more we played, the more, I guess, like income we had as well. And mm-hmm. then we could put that back in, like back towards like band stuff. And so we actually did record four songs um, that were never released. And then we ended up re-recording those same songs, which are now included on the album, um, a year later. So we, we recorded, we sat with them for a year, nothing happened, and we just kept playing. Then we re-recorded and added three more songs, which is now our album. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just felt right to have that come together that way. Yeah. And looking back, I am so grateful we did that. I'm glad we didn't release like a four-song EP. I'm glad we're doing our album, our first album right oh, now. So you hadn't released those? We didn't, oh, okay. yeah. We just sat with them for a yeah. year and did nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I think we put... Actually, no, I don't think we did anything. And so um, we recorded with Big Sound Productions Mm -hmm. and uh, JP there is great. And so it came together now. And I'm, again, yeah, just so grateful we didn't do anything with them because we're really happy with how things turned out and we're really excited about this album and hope that that people enjoy it as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure. um, Oh, no, I don't remember what I was going to say. Never mind. Um, (laughs) So what is your favorite song on this album so far? Hmm. I like I like a few different ones for different reasons. Again, just because I love collaborating with people, so I love the different parts that my bandmates might play. Or you know, uh, I write in movements sometimes. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes there's like verse, chorus, verse, whatever it might be. Sometimes I don't really write like that. I do like movement so it'll be like okay that could be one whole thing on its own and then all of a sudden there's like a whole other part that comes in um I don't know I guess I have to admit that like the album is called Trails so the title track is called Trails Mm -hmm. so maybe that's my favorite one just because it's the most upbeat it includes a banjo it has good harmonies in it um that were fun to record and it's they're fun to sing Mm -hmm. um so maybe that one, but there's some of the other ones yeah. have different parts that I, yeah, I mm-hmm. feel, feel bad excluding. No, no, it's okay. But they're, yeah. And it's a really like relaxed album for the most part. It's, mm-hmm. it's really kind of like background music. I don't know if artists usually say that about their stuff, but like, it's great if you're yeah. studying. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Like, you're it's listening, relaxing, but yeah. Sets a mood. No, it's good. Totally, yeah. Like, I, I hope that people could listen to the words and get something out of it, but mm-hmm. I'll totally admit, like, it's really nice, like, chill kind of background stuff. Soft too, so harmonies and everything. It's good coffee music. Good. No, it's good. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, then you know your sound, which is great, mm-hmm. so you can sell it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I love that. I, you can say you love all of them. Like, I, I, <laughs> I always feel weird asking that question because people are like, well, no, I love all my music. That's why they're yeah. all on the album. But some people, I'm like, well, like come on like, but I be mean like... I am more proud of some than some of the others and mm-hmm. that's fair to state as well so yeah I don't mind that question okay yeah. good good um so when uh, I just keep going all over the place but back to the songwriting um mm-hmm. when you have written an idea what is that what does that idea look like before you you're about to bring it to the other the other band members it is written in you know like what's that little chicken scratch or <laughs> as i'm assuming you meant no no okay on your macbook oh when you have notepad. like text or notepad yeah yeah okay i was basically it comes from there yeah okay so really not like professional or anything but like just like chicken scratch for a macbook basically mm-hmm. and i've just written it out you know my bandmate comes in when she sees it and she's like oh you wrote it all lowercase you have to like capitalize at the beginning of the sentence <laughs> 
Christina's great at that. We're like, it's <laughs> like grammar lady or like punctuation. So like basically, yeah, our newest technology chicken scratch is what it is. So yeah. you're right. Yeah. And um, from there, yeah, we formalize it and, you know, create a title for it. Sometimes I write the title. Sometimes my bandmates and I create a title. Lately, um, my bandmates have been helping to to write some of the songs. So maybe for our next album, we'll have more collaborative pieces um, in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, certain sentences that might stick out to them or things that they they're passionate about or whatever. So we've we've started doing that in in two new songs that we have actually that are not on the album, but that hopefully we'll be playing at our album release. And, so you um, should come. Yeah, so you should come <laughs> if you want to hear what these secret songs are. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So they go from there. They get a title. And then we um, formalize it by creating either the movements. So, yeah, it'll be like a couple of paragraphs that create like the first section. Then we'll move on. And by movements, I really do mean like sometimes it changes completely. Like one part might be totally a cappella. The other part might be three more instruments or you know just totally different sounds that kind of that work together mm-hmm. which has been really cool so it's there's not really like a verse or a chorus in some of the songs but yeah and then from there we might uh keep practicing it over and over again just working out harmonies and working out um where the viola part might come in although mm-hmm. andrea is amazing i never have to say you know this because she'll think of all the ideas and i'll be like wow you're so good <laughs> <laughs> so it's great and then uh and then Christine and I just like work on our harmonies. And then sometimes Andrea sings. She's the third vocalist. So um, she, she'll she add a really beautiful like low kind of um, yeah harmony that really adds so much. And, and then um, or, you know, Christina might take lead on the chorus or whatever if, or one movement and then I'll take lead. Because usually like I do the lead vocals, but we've been playing around with that a mm-hmm. little bit. So um, and then from there we'll type it out into like word or something and then print it out or whatever and then hopefully memorize it and then not even have to worry about um having it there at all and then Mm -hmm. we'll just have it in our heads Mm -hmm. so i find it really interesting you keep saying movements Mm -hmm. uh when you're um explaining your lyrics and stuff Mm -hmm. can you can you just explain that a little bit more like what do you mean by do you change like keys completely or is there like a pause and Mm -hmm. then like it's a totally different like explain that definitely sometimes there is a pause I don't think that I've played with key changes too much, but I've played with like whacked out, like, like I really like playing, I don't know, with like more eerie sounds and like, yeah, kind of, I don't know what to call it. It's so hard to like label yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. what are we like folk, pop, indie? Like, I have no idea. We're probably a combination of that singer, songwriter, like acoustic, like whatever these labels are. But um, I like having maybe you know the first part of the song might be like i'm okay i'll think of an actual song that we have so one that's not included in our album but um that we do play quite often when we play live um it's called lovely words and it's one that that is three movements so the first part is more of a soft kind of um my voice with soft guitar playing in the background and like slight harmony then from there, it moves to a section where it's, like, really strong three-part harmony. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, there's, like, rhythmic changes from the first part with my guitar playing. And then the last part is totally just wild. And it goes um, really upbeat with, like, lots of strong three-part harmonies. And um, definitely has, like, a different feel to it from mm-hmm. the beginning. But it's so 
interesting that then we'll circle back and kind of go to this low key beginning. So that's kind of what I mean. It's kind of like it builds up. Mm -hmm. So it's still one cohesive song, but it's not clear that there's a verse or a chorus or whatever because you know how sometimes songs you can tell that oh this is the chorus because it's back again it's the exact same lyrics yeah we don't really have that because they're all different lyrics so mm -hmm. i think that's what i mean by movement okay. but i don't know if that yeah, that makes sense yeah. Yeah. yeah so and and so why do you decide not to have repetitive choruses why do you decide to always change them yeah and like sometimes we do some of our songs definitely have the verse chorus structure or okay. like the bridge or whatever mm -hmm. um I think because I have an idea that I don't, that I feel like I need to explore a lot with my lyrics, and so maybe I've, I've um, written it out in a way that will help me tell a story, instead of um, thinking of it as a song. It's more of a narrative, and okay. so it helps me to get the full idea out there by having these different movements kind of tell the story or or talk about the the thing that is you know the idea or the theme or whatever the subject of the song so it's yeah it's a little bit different in that sense and mm -hmm. I don't know if to be honest I really don't know if people would even get that like if they're you know once they hear it, they'll be like what was she talking about like it sounds like a normal song to me yeah. <laughs> so but um you know as an artist I guess you kind of mm -hmm. put all this thought into these extra things so whatever people get out of it I'm fine if they're like sounds like a chorus to me Great, sing along. That would make me happy. So. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. totally. Yeah, I get that. I know. I um, sometimes I'm writing and I'll like, I'm like, oh, I found a new chord in this one mm -hmm. part, and I'll show it to my boyfriend. And like, it sounds exactly the same. And I'm like, no, no, it's augmented now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're like, what does that mean? And I'm like, okay, well, it's just me then. Remind. <laughs> uh, but then I'll show it to some of my friends who are artists. And like, oh, I like that chord. And it's like, thank you. That's, yeah, that's what I was trying to go yeah, for. Yeah, so or like that really brightens it up. Or wow, that really changes it. It feels mm -hmm. really like sad or or hopeful or whatever. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you get it. Mm -hmm. thank, thank goodness someone gets it. <laughs> um, so we're going to take a little break in a second. And uh, we're going to listen to Minor Bird, uh, which you have a video coming out. Or it will be out by the time this video airs. Yeah, exactly. Or this interview airs, I mean. Uh, so what is that song about? Minor Bird, it was inspired by Robert Frost, um, by his poem, uh, Minor Bird, I think it's what it's called, or something like that. So it... Um, it's about, to me anyway, because again, I don't know what it's, you know, about mm -hmm. specifically. Mm -hmm. Yes, it talks about a bird, but it's, um, I think talking about somebody's inner struggle with, with something. And I don't necessarily know what that something is, but they're, this person is a little bit angry, has a little bit of darkness inside of them. And they're um, trying to work through that internal struggle. And so kind of taking it out on this poor little bird, but... Um, yeah, it kind of talks about that a little bit. So, you know, it's it's really interesting and it's kind of a fun piece. We actually have some live bird recordings on it on our oh. album. Yeah, that just play um, at the end. And then um, we recently filmed this video at, um, at this beautiful kind of dead looking field with dead trees everywhere and I think there was a crow somewhere in the background, so thankfully it didn't go, like, really loud. <laughs> but it was, like, little birds that were singing and stuff and, and whistling in the background. And, um, yeah, it just is this really light, playful take on somebody's dark and deep inner struggle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and does, does this follow the verse-chorus form, or does it have the movements we were talking about? Yeah. Um, 
This one does follow the verse chorus structure. Okay. So there is a legitimate chorus. That, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we don't get to hear it. But that's okay. <laughs> no, uh, I'm sure we'll enjoy it. So uh, let's take a quick break. We're going to listen to um, Minor Bird. This is the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5. I'm here with Belle from Darling Twig. And now this is Minor Bird. a bird Mm-hmm. 
And welcome back to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bienyesh. Today I'm still here with Belle from Darling Twig. Thanks Hi. for thanks for staying and not running away. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so we uh, we just finished listening to Minor Bird, um, which is on your um, new or upcoming album Trails mm-hmm. that you are releasing at the Urban Shaban. I've actually never heard of this place. Yeah. So it's an art gallery? Yeah, it's Urban Shaban Art Gallery. It's right across from Deer and Almond on Princess and uh, McDermott there. Okay. So it's right in the Exchange District. It's 290 McDermott mm-hmm. Avenue, and we're our album release is coming up on Saturday, October 29th. Doors yes. open at 7.30, and um, the show starts at 8. We're having OK Man open up for us. And um, actually, people can get their tickets at uh, Music Traders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for 12 for ten, ten dollars in advance. Yeah, um, yeah. and twelve dollars at the door. Yeah, exactly. Not, not fifteen or anything. Not, <laughs> no, uh, not, that's not that we were talking about that earlier or something. Um, anyway, so before a show, uh, what are do you get nerves? Maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, just because like, I know before I was mentioning, like even just showing my bandmates music is like a little bit like. When I've written something, I have to be so vulnerable and put myself out there. So I get a little nervous before a show only because um, not really like for playing, but more so just like, oh, like, are people going to like feel like how I feel sometimes Mm -hmm. when I would, you know, I listen to a different artist's music and I I get something out of it. I want people to to hear it and I want them to get something out of it, even if it was just that sounds nice. Yeah. As generic as that. Or if it's like, well, that really moved me. (laughs) Good job. A little pat. Yeah. But, you know, just, you know, something that, you know, speaks to them or that brings back a memory. I once played a song for someone and she she was like, wow, that really brought me back to. And it was a childhood memory, actually. And I was like, whoa, I did not even know I could do that. Yeah. Like, that's so, you know, whether, yeah, this just a nice sound that people enjoy to bring them somewhere or I'm having a connection of it with some, like of some sort, then that's great. So it's always just a little nerve wracking in terms of that. Mm-hmm. But. But no, I love it so much. I love. Yeah, it sounds like bandmates. it sounds like you enjoy it. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. That's, yeah. that's great. Um, so, before the interview, we were talking. You're saying that you work full time. Yeah. Um, how do you balance work and writing and performing and practicing Definitely. in a group? Definitely. Um, it's tricky. <laughs> I'm. It's good that I'm. <laughs> I'm an extrovert, so mm-hmm. I can. I get energy from being around people and doing stuff. Okay. Um, not that, you know, maybe if I was an introvert, I could figure out a way to do that as well. Just that's, I'm most familiar with myself, so yeah. I'm an extrovert. Well, and okay. so, yeah, I um, feel that I can kind of take, like, weeks. So this week, you know, one week I might say, okay, I'm going to just write. The next week I might say, okay, I'm just going to practice um, I might take a break sometimes and not play for a week, which sounds awful. <laughs> I should be like playing all the time, right? But um, sometimes you need that. Yeah, just like to rest. And then it's great with my bandmates that the three of us can kind of just get together and then um, practice. And sometimes practices are, are intense because we're like gearing up for a show or something. Sometimes we can do the more laid back practices and say, hey, yeah, we want to show each other this or, you know, I thought about this part for this song or. Um, maybe we could change this around or whatever and then mm-hmm. you kind of get to experiment and play around and those are the practices that are the most fun because you are just doing what you love which is just creating sounds together and mm-hmm. harmonizing whatever so a jam yeah just yeah. a jam yeah so those are the fun times but um lately this autumn has been incredible with just um us getting to perform collaborate collaboratively with other artists and 
um, at a few different things and at um, some more fun venues. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that we just yeah, it's been kind of a busier autumn for us, which has been great. So so um, how do you all get together then? Like, there's three of you, you all have three different schedules. Do you have like a yeah. set day of how you plant or how you practice? Or? Not really. No? We might get together and uh, just say, hey, we should plan out the next three four weeks and then pick dates from there. Okay. Um, so we might do that in cycles. Um, so yeah. All three of us, one of us is in school, then two of us work full-time. So it um, is definitely tricky, but um, it's been three slash maybe four years of us playing. So mm-hmm. it's so far we've been able yeah, to maybe figure it out. out. But yeah. yeah, it's not really any kind of routine or system. I wish we had like a set day. Sometimes depending on the season, like if it's, you know, summer, then the, our practice days might look different than in the autumn. But yeah, it kind of just comes together and we kind of just try to plan ahead um, as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Um, oh, so then do you have any advice for um, groups that are going to be starting out or who want to get together? Um, yeah, do you have any advice? Yeah, for sure. So like somebody who might just, you know, want to start performing or whatever and that kind of thing. So I just think of myself um, a few years ago and I... You know, up until this point, I really haven't performed as a solo artist. Maybe one day I will. Um, that kind of scares me. It kind of excites me. Mm. Um, not oh, so, that I so, would. Oh, sorry. Was, oh no, so go ahead. You never started as solo performer. I haven't really ever performed. Yeah, solo. Like, okay. I've done like you know like weddings or whatever like background stuff, but I've never really come out as an artist by myself because I enjoy it so much like with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who knows like what the future holds? Like, I have no idea. But so. All I can say is that for when I was trying to play with other people and be in a band, and by the way, I hope Darling Twig lasts forever. <laughs> not saying I'm going to go yep. do them. But um, that is the goal. Yeah, it's yep. the goal that we forever. play together forever. Exactly. Um, no, <laughs> when I was younger, I just remember thinking like, oh, okay, I should go to that like karaoke night. I should go to that open mic. I should, you know, but I just had put a lot of pressure on myself and I, I didn't really... I guess I didn't find it as fun to try to do this on my own. I didn't, it wasn't the sound that I wanted, um, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, it's such a learning process, but I would say those things are good. It's good to go and play at an open mic. It's good to connect with other people because once you make those connections, that's where the fun begins. Um, Whether you are going to continue on as a solo artist or as, as a band or as a duo or whatever, um, I just feel like everything is better in community and so when you have those connections it just makes a world of a difference um whether you end up yeah sharing a show or playing as a duo or whatever it's it's um it's more fun and that can actually help you as well with opportunities and people just saying oh yeah i met that person i actually have a house concert coming up i should ask them so i think that people should um try to put themselves out there um, even though it's scary and mm. it's yeah you're being vulnerable but um, or making yourself vulnerable, but it's so worth it if, if that's something that you want to do. I've the most that I've struggled with is um, the, the thing that's, you know, something for me that I just I don't love marketing myself. So even just like being out here, like talking about myself, like it feels weird. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, I'm so grateful that, you know, you decide to have us on the show and stuff. Oh, yeah, and this is great. Yeah. I'm learning a lot from you. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah. yeah. And so I would say I totally get that. Like, um, just you know that whole 
you know, with social media these days, also like Instagram, Twitter, like Facebook, like you really just feel like, okay, I'm just spamming everyone. <laughs> me, 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 me. Yeah, yeah, and like come to this, come to that. And so it, I don't know, a part of me is like you kind of have to get over that, but you also have to be strategic with it. And yeah, not like be so self-obsessed that you're just spamming people by saying come to this. Like you can talk about it and yeah, it's part of who I am and I, I do talk about it, but I, I hope that I'm not, you know, boring everyone else but that's why I think it's really important to just um be who you are and stay true to 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 what you believe in yourself and Mm -hmm. and make those connections and do things collaboratively and and that means as a solo artist or together that's what I would say has been the most fun and the most helpful um for for us it's just yeah Good. No, that's great. So talking about yourself, where can people find you on social media? <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> so we do have an Instagram. Um, just follow us at Darling Twig. Yeah. Um, we have a website, www.darlingtwig.com, which also will have um, links to our band camp mm. and to our Facebook and our Insta and um, Twitter, which we kind of use, kind of don't use. So Go on our Instagram and our Facebook and our website. That's probably the best way to find us. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we also have a Manitoba music page, um, which is a whole other world. Like that's It's so great to have that re- as a resource. Um, yeah. That's something I should mention. If somebody's trying to start out um, as an artist, get connected with Manitoba music. Yeah. Um, it's but been that's what I did. Really helpful. Yeah. Totally, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're an artist yourself. I am. Mm-hmm. I try yeah. to be. I'm yeah. Good, no, I've heard your stuff. It's great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, of course. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, but no, with Manitoba Music, I at, joined the group first before I kind of started performing. Yeah. And every month or every week, they send you opportunities totally. for funding, for yeah. showcases, for festivals. Um, just It's such yeah. a great resource. Even like cafes and restaurants that are like, hey, we ha- we want to have an artist play background music. Mm-hmm. Like That's a great place to start. And yeah. that's been um, really helpful. Yeah, and they have workshops. They have a totally, ton of yeah. workshops. Have oh, you, yeah. Have you I gone to any of them? Yeah, yeah, I totally do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've gone to a couple. Just And also, like, some of the people there, like, that I've been able to meet with have just been so great in terms of emailing with them and asking them questions and, you know, picking their brains. So it's been really helpful. Um, yeah, and that's kind of the collaborative part that I mean is just putting yourself out there and connecting with others. Yeah, I met, part of it. Yeah, I met a lot of really great people at those workshops mm-hmm. so if, yeah. if people are listening and they want to meet other artists totally other than just going to the shows yeah. um going to mental music because they yeah. have so many great people there um so i'll just re- say it one more time your album release is happening october 29th which is a saturday it's set, doors open at 7 30 but the show starts at 8 uh you're gonna be at urban shaman the art gallery at uh 290 Mac- mcdermott yeah 290 mcdermott um, in the exchange district uh, okay Man is opening for you. Yeah, Okay Man is opening, and we're really excited to have him open. Yeah, it's exciting. His music is awesome. So he, yeah, he's actually very talented, um, and he's really nice. Um, so awesome. ten- I haven't actually met yeah, him in person. He's, he's so. super, you're gonna love him. He's, <laughs> oh yeah, he's, it's I, been so great. Just like communicating so far, and just like really love his stuff. Yeah, so. He's super energetic and fun. Um, ten dollars in advance or twelve dollars at the door. Can you get the tickets online? Um, actually, no, actually, no? Oh, but, uh, they can message us or go to music traders, um, on yeah. Osborne, 97 on Osborne. Osborne, and then we have tickets there, but, um, otherwise, yeah, they can just send us a message via our Facebook or our Instagram, um, darling twig, just mm-hmm. look us up and then we can definitely come meet you or whatever. 
um, anywhere you like and give you a ticket or we'll see you at the show at the doors. Perfect. Awesome. Great. So all of the links for social media will be included on the blog post um, this Friday after this interview. So if any of you are listening on the website, just they're right there. They go. There will also be the video for um, Minor Bird, mi- yeah. uh, Minor Bird, and a link to the event, the Facebook event page for your album release. So it's all nice and easy to find. Um, we are going to wrap it up. Uh, we got some people waiting outside that would like to use the room. Um, we're going to close with Trails, which is the album title. Can you tell me a little bit about that song? Yeah, definitely. Um, this one is just about um, a journey, and it talks about. Um, a lot of scenery, a lot of nature. It's really fun. It's got a good sound. Like, I mean, I can <laughs> say that like, I love it. You love nature. <laughs> I do love nature. But um, I hope people enjoy it. It's it's really about a journey. And it's kind of, I guess we made it the title track because we have been on a musical journey. It is, it's been such an adventure just, um, you know, with Christina and Andrea and myself. And I think this song really embraces that. And it's not necessarily from the words you wouldn't necessarily get oh this is about a band's musical journey it's very metaphorical and yeah lots of nature that's <laughs> great but it's um yeah it's great awesome so would you like to add anything before we go just thank you so much for um hosting me and on behalf of my band darling twig and no problem um we're really excited for yeah. what's to come this year in the future after right now before album release and afterwards um mm-hmm. we actually have a show coming up um if you can't make it next saturday we have a show coming up at the handsome daughter um november 3rd with uh Kasadi. they're also a great band mm-hmm. and so we'll be playing there and then um i think tickets are ten dollars to that show at the handsome daughter november 3rd and then we also have um you know and a couple other shows coming up so keep checking our website check our instagram whatever Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This has been great. I really enjoyed speaking with you. And uh, this has been uh, Belle from Darling Twig. Uh, if you missed the first half of this interview, don't worry. It will be on the blog post uh, on Friday after this interview, uh, com. You can also listen to it at www.umfm.com. Uh, now you are going to listen to Trails. <laughs>
seen down the moonlit path these ashes oh they trail behind me we die for truth we die for love it's all the same